Hey everyone, thanks for listening. Just a quick note, we recorded this early on Monday before the news of Brock Purdy's injury came out, so you're going to hear us speculating about what it could be. We didn't know. Now we know. It sucks for the kid. I feel bad. Let's see what happens. Shammer Sports, the voice of a dad nation. Welcome to On the Rocks with Shark and the Hammer. I'm the Hammer. You can follow me on Twitter at I am Seth Evans. And that's Shark. You can follow him at Kevin Sharky. Uh, we'd love to hear from you guys listening in, all of our Shammerhead Nation. Uh, so if you have any thoughts, questions, feedback, hit us up on Twitter at ShammerPod. Uh, we're here for all your Shammerheads and your thoughts. How you doing, Shark? Welcome back. It's been a while. I know we skipped last week, and uh, our, our many, many fans have been uh, clamoring for some more Shark and the Hammer. So what's going on, bud? Hey, yeah, man. I've heard from our tens of fans last week about where were you guys, and I just kind of told them I was in hiding because the Giants lost. So sorry, everybody. Yeah, it <laughs> happened. Shark just didn't want to talk about it. No. Uh, Why would I do that? Yeah, so we got back to just to update everybody. We had been tracking our picks throughout this. I am going to finish up at eight and five. I went eight and two in the first two rounds. Crushed it. Great. Best first two round picker ever. I did horribly in the uh, title games and the Super Bowl. I don't have anybody left. I'm done. So I'll finish up eight and five. How about you? How'd you do on your uh, picks? Same. I finished eight and five. I had a rough first round, three and three. I did go four and oh in the second round and correctly picked the final four. But then I, uh, I got the 49ers wrong, and I had them winning the Super Bowl. I got the Chiefs in the Super Bowl, so I'll take that 8-5, and five, but also not not great. Yeah, no, it's a positive, but it also tied, so I guess we'll uh, we'll just keep splitting drinks uh, next week when everybody else is bored not watching football. We'll be at Disneyland. Hell yeah. One of the smartest things we ever did. Book a vacation or something to do that weekend between the championships and the Super Bowl, because otherwise you're sitting there on Sunday like, wait, what? This is life now? What do I do? Getting into the games for this week, Eagles-Niners. I don't think that game was very fair. <laughs> <laughs> it turns out quarterback is an important position. Who knew? It would be like playing a video game against somebody, but you only can use one hand. It was one of those. It's like It felt like that game when you know how 40 seconds in, you're like, I'm going to lose this game. It doesn't matter what I do. Everything's going to go wrong. That was the yep. 49ers yesterday. So, So it made me think about this question. What's worse, having Josh Johnson have to step up to play in a playoff game for you or having a quarterback who can't throw? Are those the same question? They are. I mean, it's got to be – I mean, what's worse is having a quarterback who can't throw. The Josh Johnson thing, you don't, you don't plan for that. It just – it sucks and here's the situation. But if that's your every single week, oof, you know, why even bother showing up? That was rough, man. That was not fun. I, I really, like, you felt bad for the Niners. So let's talk about the Niners a little bit first. How hurt do you think Purdy is? I heard something about UCL, so Tommy John could be potentially in his future. I it The fact that he went back out there in the second half and did not attempt a single pass, no. uh, it's, uh, it's bad. I mean, I, I don't know. It, it's probably... We've put Lance back in the lead, I think, as the week one starter. I'm sure other people always had him there. We had kind of been trending towards moving away from that. But I don't know if he's going to be ready for September. Purdy, that is. So Yeah, I don't think he's going to be ready now. And it, I also think if he is, it's an open competition between those two. It, yep. I would agree. I, I will say this, and I know 
Johnson came in unexpectedly, but everyone had just been kind of discrediting Purdy. Oh, anybody can play quarterback in that system. I'll tell you what, Purdy came in in the same circumstances as Johnson, a little bit less pressure, and did fine. It's not anybody. Like, you have to give Purdy some credit after yesterday. Yeah, Purdy's legit. Um, But now I think there is more smoke to the fire of Tom Brady to San Francisco next year. I think that has rekindled. I would absolutely agree with that. Yeah, the injury to Purdy, Trey Lance being hurt. They're not going to bring Jimmy back again. I mean, that would just be a waste. No, he's He's done. Yeah, so, I mean, do they go one-year deal with Brady, let these guys heal up? They still have him on rookie deals for two more years after that. Just sit him in the same quarterback room as Brady and let him watch and learn. And if they do that, I think I'm right back to what I've always believed, which is that Trey Lance is not the future in San Francisco. Because if they if they believe in him at all, he gets the job, and that's the end of the conversation. Yep. If they don't, if he doesn't get the job to start next year, no matter who it is, he's a bust. He's done. Yep. Yeah. At least his time in San Francisco is done. Whether he becomes a reclamation project elsewhere, we'll see. But. Yeah, I mean, the Niners are built to win. If they took, you know, you put Tom Brady in that game yesterday, they're not going to get blown out. You put almost anybody in that game. I mean, I don't think there was another quarterback in the NFL playoffs, including Skylar Thompson, that wouldn't have done better in in that game. I mean, Josh Josh Johnson's brutal. You can't play for 13 teams and be relevant. We were talking about this. Like, what does he bring? He's got to bring some kind of in the meeting room dynamic that he keeps getting these jobs because he, he can't must play be, football. Like, hilarious. He yeah. must be really fucking funny. Like he's just like a great locker room guy. That's the only thing I think, or like, or he's in the process of transitioning to a coach. That's it's the only thing be. I can think of. Yeah. That's the only thing that makes sense because otherwise he brings nothing to the table. And we've seen yeah. a lot of backup quarterbacks around the league have a modicum of success this year. He was useless. Yeah. That was really an ugly thing. Uh, one thing I did, uh, the one bright spot for the Niners that I saw yesterday, and obviously I'm a big CMC guy, but I feel like he got some street cred yesterday. He had one hell of a game yesterday, all things considered. I mean, that they were basically stacking run. 10 in a box. Like, yeah. they knew he was running the ball, and he still had a pretty good game. You know who could not handle that, though, and I don't blame him, was Debo Samuel. He was yeah. tackled three yards behind the line of scrimmage on every play in the second half. Well, you can't run a reverse when there's no threat of pass. <laughs> they did that every. <laughs> like, how many times are they going to run the exact same thing? Like finally, they had CMC chuck it downfield at one point. It's like you have to do that once out of every four plays. Otherwise, they're not going to do anything. Yeah, it was I, uninspired. I don't know why they didn't try him as. I don't know why they didn't just try at that point. Purdy can't throw. Yeah, Johnson's concussed. Just put CMC in there with Debo back there and run a wildcat for a while. I mean, maybe they don't have it in the playbook to do it. But I don't know. I, I feel like that's something that I would have been like, yeah, fuck it. Let's try this. I feel like there had to be something else. Yeah, I would agree. Um, uh, so Peck, CMC, and Devo back there. Yep. And let one of them and take just it. Split them up. Yeah. So how much longer does it take for the NFL, after looking at what a shitty product they put out there yesterday, to say, okay, we have to change the rules and teams have to carry three quarterbacks and we're going to expand the roster by one? Because that uh, they don't want that. That was garbage. They don't, but also I don't see it happening because I guess there's probably not 90 good quarterbacks on the planet. So well, first off, we can't even find 32. So <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's a strike one. But more importantly, that was a fourth string quarterback. Like at some point, they they did have three that's viable true. quarterbacks at one point. So like I feel like they even if you do that, then the fourth guy, then the fifth guy, then it just keeps going. I think this is always a scenario. Guy. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I mean, it's a rough thing, rough way to go into the offseason. I did see something really funny, though. Uh, 
Quinion Williams from the Jets yep. put out a tweet yesterday. I, let me pull this up because this really had me laughing. He said, uh, now Bosa sees what I've been going through. No offense. <laughs> wow. And then Talk he deleted about, it. And yeah. then he deleted it. Uh, Somebody from the front office contacted him and was like, get that shit down now. That's phenomenal. The hell out of that. Yeah, I really got a kick out of that one. I mean, for now, the Niners are, are good. I, I now think there's a 40% chance they land Brady. For the they probably jump to the top of the list. I would agree with that. They'll be back yeah, next year. Run one way or another, they'll be fine. Yeah, he's definitely got to kind of run it back. He's not going to leave eight and nine getting beat by the fucking Cowboys. No, no, that was that's not, not his how, last that's game. That's not how Tom Brady's going out. Nope, it'll probably be worse to be honest with you because he's not that good anymore. But he thinks it'll be better, and that's what'll bring him back. Yeah, exactly. And on the other side, we have the Eagles, who I thought looked good, but also. I don't really know if you can judge them on this. I, I So, meh? <laughs> we were talking offline last week. We obviously didn't get to record a podcast, but I was saying after the Giants game, I wasn't convinced that Jalen Hurts is healthy because he didn't have to prove it. He didn't have to do anything. I'm still not convinced, and it's not a knock on Hurts. It's just we haven't actually seen him need to do anything they beat the crappy giants and a team without a quarterback this is the easiest road to the super bowl we've ever seen in the history of the sport has to be they've done nothing like we i don't know they won congratulations they're in the super bowl i don't feel great about the eagles right now you know what i do so i think the i think jalen hurts is not going to play if he's hurt i don't think that they would do that i think they're trusting him with the franchise they're only playing him if they think he's healthy enough but That's he still has I mean, two more weeks to get even healthier. Yeah, and I would. Cl- I guess I should clarify. I think he's healthy enough to play. Like I don't think he's at serious risk of re-injury, but he's not who he was in October right now. Maybe it's because no. he hasn't needed to be. I don't know. I think that's the point. We don't know why he doesn't look that dynamic. Is it a need thing or is it an ability thing? Well, I think it's a need thing because I, I feel like he was hurt and playing at like 75% against the Giants. Yeah. And he didn't need to worry about it. And no. now he's playing at like 85% and he didn't need it because he was playing a team with no quarterback. No, they and... just let Miles Sanders and Kenneth Gainwell win that game for them yesterday. Yeah, so you figure two more weeks. I think if he's 80, 85% now, he'll be 100% for the Super Bowl. He's probably still, no matter what, the more healthy quarterback going into the Super Bowl. So I guess he's got that going for him. Yeah, yeah, that was definitely if, a thing. But... but I'm excited about the Kelsey Bowl. The Kelsey Bowl, the Andy Reid Bowl. This is a good storyline. I'm all for it. Kelsey brothers. It's, it's a good matchup. It's a fun Super Bowl. I, I am so torn because I hate the Eagles. I hate the Eagles with such a burning passion. But I like Jalen Hurts. I like actually a lot of guys on their team. I mean, I like this Devonta is not a Smith. Eagles team. Eagles no. have had a lot of really shitty like teams that you just want to hate. But this one's not one of them. No. Although I do hate their coach. I will say that Nick Sirianni. I just. It just has a stupid face. I don't know he's if that's real. Me. Yeah. Oh, really? I'll see. Yeah, he's growing that's on terrible. me. Him he's screaming bag, with I the think. gum flying. Yeah, he seems like a total <laughs> asshole. But he does have that face. It's very much like the scene in Step Brothers with Rob Riggle when he says, I don't know, man, it's something about your face. Either change it or I'm going to change it for you. I just want to punch you right in the mouth. That's, a, that's a, Nick Sirianni has that face. And he's like, all Absolutely. I can do is take that under advisement. <laughs> I just I can't stand him, and I for no particular reason I just can't stand him. Yeah, sometimes it's just fun to hate somebody. They just yeah, have that me face. too. You just want to punch him. I can't root for the Eagles, so I guess he's my scapegoat. 
Um, I am looking forward to, I hope they do this. Now, you know, the two weeks leading up to the Super Bowl is always kind of painful because they do the deep dive on every player, and their yep. tears, the whole story. One of the things that gets totally ignored, Jalen Hurts, uh, his dad is a football coach. He's come from this very structured, like, so Jalen Hurts grew up in this very structured, very like role model there, mentor with his dad and like really got, you know, this great upbringing. You never hear about that. No. So normally these two weeks leading up to the game, it's like, oh, the, like Demarius Thomas about his mom and grandma in jail or this guy in there in jail or like they're tough upbringing. You never hear this nice stories about like, this guy was a great dad. This guy just crushed it. Now you're right. And, and hopefully we do because it, it, it doesn't get talked about. It, it, we want to focus on how tough somebody had it or how bad things are or how tragic. It's never just good news doesn't sell, I guess, maybe. No. No, it doesn't get the uh, it doesn't get the tears, and that's what they're going for with that sad music in the background. Whenever they do those video packages, they're yeah. into the tears. No, absolutely, and hurts. I mean, so you go through his entire history, right? So football, family, good dad, tough upbringing, goes to Alabama, huge recruit. He gets benched in the national championship game. That's when Tua took over. Tua made the game winning play to win it. He didn't say anything. He celebrated and was just you know a good guy goes to Oklahoma does great gets drafted gets questions he goes into Philadelphia which is a tough city for anybody to go into and he spends two years looking good while people saying yeah but he's not that good or is he that good and now he's the guy I mean going into this season we weren't even positive he was going to keep the starting job after this year now and that's it like now he is he has probably not probably. Let me rephrase that. He has solidified his place in the top four quarterbacks in the league. He's with those three AFC guys we keep talking about, in my opinion. You think I, – I'm just trying to think out loud about this. So I feel like Lamar still belongs in the conversation, I feel, it, even though he's always hurt. I feel like Herbert belongs in the conversation, even though he hasn't done anything. Arguably, I could see Hurts, but I don't know if I could definitively put him at four. But I think that's the thing. We just talked about someone who's always hurt and – hasn't yeah. been reliable the last couple of years and someone else who we've anointed who actually has not accomplished anything in Justin Herbert Hertz has been questioned nonstop. He's should win the MVP this year. He won't Mahomes will get it. Yeah. Um, and he just took his team to the Super Bowl. Like I, he's done more than he's already accomplished more than anybody else. We're going to potentially put in that spot, including Lamar Jackson. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I think I'd rather see the Chiefs win at this point. Like, let's oh, I, solidify this, like, Mahomes. Mahomes is the fucking man. You know what I don't want? I don't need an entire summer of discourse of look at how far he's made it and that he's lost four years out of five. He's only got one Super Bowl. Like, I don't even want to enter that conversation. I need them to win and just put that to rest. Yeah, at this point, like, he's uh, teetering on the brink. And uh, so this was something I really took away from the game uh, was Mahomes is better on one leg than every other quarterback is on two. <laughs> he is the second best quarterback in the league. He's also the first best. Like <laughs> there was that tweet you sent me. Uh, who was that? Kevin, Kevin, Kevin Clark. Yes. Uh, yeah. Who said just straight up. He, he said it best. Mahomes is doing things. We should not overlook that when about once a year, Mahomes picks up an injury that very few quarterbacks would play through. Then within about a quarter, he makes a throw that would be one of the best throws in the history of 10 franchises. And we all just think it's totally normal. 
Yeah. He's playing on such a different level that I don't think we have the ability to recognize it right now. Like, I think we just kind of are debating. Is it him? Is it Burrow? Is it Allen? He's so far ahead of anything we've ever seen in our lives. Yeah, he really is just on another planet right now. And, you know, it's funny, that debate, we we were talking through it recently, the Burrow, Allen, Mahomes, who is it? When is, who's the best quarterback statement for Mahomes yesterday? Yeah. I have yeah. one leg and I'm throwing for 300 yards, so suck it. Yep. I got no wide receivers. He lost Juju and Watson didn't play. And, uh, like, and then when push comes to shove, he goes for the big scramble and he just, I mean, he said something, he's like, I knew I was going to have to make one of these runs at some point. And when the time came, I just mentally told myself to suck it up. And he looked like vintage Mahomes scrambling on that play. You can't hate that. Like that. No. Just, uh, the penalty was rough. I felt actually really bad for the Bengals player, which we'll get to the Bengals. I felt bad for him seeing him crying on the sideline at the end after that penalty. Like he, he that sucks. He's 22 years old and he had an amazing game. Yeah. And he like, yes, he needs to know better. Mahomes had two feet out of bounds and he pushed them. But Mahomes embellished, of course. And of, of course you embellish. But so, he did not lose them that game. I felt terrible. No. Yeah, I felt terrible for him. I absolutely felt terrible for him. So now watching yesterday, watching the celebration, watching everything, I know that this, this isn't supposed to matter, but all the the cockiness coming out of Cincy, really I feel like they actually used the bulletin more material. And here's why. I'm going to lay out the case for you. First off, that Burrow head shit. If I was a if I was a chief, I would be like, "This motherfucker's dead." Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm going to kill him. But better yet, did you see the thing with the Cincinnati mayor? Oh yeah. Who, okay, so for everybody listening, the Cincinnati mayor came out with a little video uh, trying to get some publicity and talked about that uh, uh, doing a paternity test because Burrow is Mahomes' dad. Uh, it was it was weird and whatever. And did you see Kelsey after the game was like, "Hey, he, know your role and shut your mouth." He, he went, went to rock full, on him. Yes, he did. I was gonna say he went full rock on him. He went full rock on him, which was amazing. So you know they were talking about that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, the the Bengals did not play that smart. Like it's one thing to be cocky and confident and cool, but to be loud about it to a team that is your equal, if nothing else, they're your equal. It's just yep. not smart. The chiefs kept their mouth shut and we're just like, we'll show We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. It's not like the Bengals. So the Bengals had won the last, what, three times they played. Yeah. Sure. Burrow is three like and one. Yeah. It's not like they won by like th- 30 points each time. Like they were last second wins. No, the conference championship last year went into overtime. And then this year, the Bengals chiefs game was that one that Kelsey fumbled with like two minutes left, which never happens. Like it, they were, it's yeah. a rivalry. They're equals. Oh, speaking of another Mahomes ridiculousness to add to the resume, he's never lost a game. He hasn't lost a game, not in overtime, in the playoffs. In, in, yeah. <laughs> he's undefeated in the AFC playoffs in regulation. Like, it's yeah. ridiculous. What? He's yeah. won, a, not made the playoffs. He's won a playoff game every year. Like, they keep naming the stat. They say he's made the AFC championship every year, which is wildly impressive. It sounds even more impressive when you turn it around and say that means he's won at least one playoff game every single year of his career. Yep. That's insane. The guy is amazing. So I do feel like there's been a little bit of the like the conversation about who's the best quarterback is going to be very quiet this summer. Yeah, there's not a lot that the the Burrow and Allen support. And listen, that's not to take anything away from those two because they're they're insane. Oh, Burrow didn't have a bad game at all yesterday. 
that throw to Jamar Chase on fourth and six. Oh my God. How many quarterbacks do that? He threw it up 25 yards downfield, and he has said that he purposely throws uh, it short to Chase sometimes when he's double covered for that jump ball. Uh, that's out of control that he made that pass and that he made that play. Uh, well, I do love uh, Jamar Chase and, and T. Higgins. Both say they're not called 50-50. They're called 80-20. <laughs> And I think that's just an awesome thing to say. Yeah. It's like, no, no, I'm, I'm going to get that 80% of the time. Yeah. And it, they do. They're so good. But they're th- that team is really, really good. They just they, – they had to battle the refs a little bit, and I don't really think that the refs decided that game, but those refs sucked yesterday. It was, it was weird seeing the same refs that were at the Royal Rumble for wrestling the night before <laughs> that were at this game. It was weird that they were calling both there's games. There's a weird I, connection there, yeah. Yeah, there's like... something going on, but I don't know. Maybe it's for other people to worry about. <laughs> yeah. It was rough, man. Those the couple of those calls are just like, oof, what's going on here? But at the same time, that's not why they lost. No, it's uh, not. And I don't like. There's a whole world of conspiracy theories on the NFL being rigged. I don't really have time to watch for that in games. It just is exhausting to me. But if you go back and watch a lot of that game, yeah, the weird play where the Chiefs got to run third and nine again. The exact same thing happened to the Bengals in the second quarter. They had a false start, and the refs didn't blow the play dead, and they let them play it. And they said, oh, wait, no, false start. Like, it's so weird. They were terrible in every way. I don't think that there's any conspiracy other than they just sucked at their jobs. Uh, You know what? I was listening to uh, Simmons and Cousin Sal, and they pointed out, they're like, is this really the best sets of referees we can get? Like, is this really the best we can do? Well, you know what it is? Baseball does this, too. You're a huge baseball fan. Mm -hmm. Both sports, once they get to the playoffs, they break up the crews, their umpiring and the referee crews. It makes no sense. It would be like saying, okay, we're at the playoffs, so now we're going to break up the Bengals and Chiefs and Bills and kind of mix them all together. Like, that's not what makes guys good. Referees are the exact same as players. They need the whole season to work together. Why do they do – like, I don't get it. I, you know, the only part about baseball that they do that makes sense is they add the extra two yes. uh, umpires to the uh, outfield lines, which I think is really smart. I, I think that that should be an all-year-round thing, but whatever. Who cares about the regular season? But football, right. just add more refs. <laughs> just yeah. keep it. Like, who cares? There's literally like 7,000 people on the sidelines during football games. Who gives a shit? <laughs> like, yeah, it, it just is nonsensical, and that's what you get yesterday. So, good job, NFL. Yeah. Some shenanigans always. I mean – Oh, this was something else I, I wrote down in big letters that I wanted to talk about. Chris Jones is the most underrated lineman in football. That guy is a game changer, a havoc wreaker. He's amazing. He and Frank Clark, I mean, he's, yeah, he, yes, I agree. Let me give him his credit. He's unbelievable. I mean, he's a defensive player of the year candidate, and he just disrupts. He and Frank Clark, I feel like, took all the Cincinnati chatter really personally. They were just like, oh, we are going to beat the shit out of Joe Burrow. Watch us. They went for it. I was surprised that the Bengals weren't able to get more pressure on Mahomes. I feel like with one leg, I would have been like, I'm sending seven every time. Yeah, they sent four, and they they were, I don't know, it was weird. I've I've also never seen the Chiefs throw so many freaking laterals and, and screen passes. It was just a weird game all around. Yeah, it was a weird day of football. The game was not bad at night. It wasn't as good as the score and the ending made it seem. Right. First half was kind of shitty, kind of boring. The, the oh, yeah. first game of the day sucked. I mean, these playoffs have not been great playoff games. 
they've been bad. Let's just call it what it is. I mean, the game of the playoffs is still the Jaguars comeback. And that wasn't even that exciting of a comeback because the Chargers were never really felt like they were in control. The Jaguars came back with so much time left in the fourth. Like, but that's still the most memorable game. That's going to be the takeaway. And that game sucked in its own way. It was basically like two separate blowouts. Yeah. It was really boring. Yeah. Not really fun at all. So they hopefully this is all leading up to an epic Super Bowl because these are the two best teams in the league. They have been all year. I am very excited for the Super Bowl. This is neither team I picked to be there. So clearly I don't know anything. So before we go on to the Super Bowl, I wanted to talk about the Bengals and what they're going to do this offseason. So I was looking. They have $44 million in cap space. They have a bunch of free agents. They have T. Higgins, who's coming up on a deal. They have Burrow, who they're going to have to pay. Uh, Jesse Bates is a free agent. What do you do if you're them? Do you, do you pay Higgins and then pay Burrow and just figure it out later? Do you What do you do? I feel like they're going to find a way to keep Higgins and Chase and Burrow together for the long haul, almost like Peyton and um, Reggie Wayne and Marvin Harrison. Like they're going to say, these are our three and we're going to cycle through everyone else. I don't know if that's the smartest move though. I feel like you don't need Chase and Higgins, right? Every other team in the league is kind of shown. You don't need two studs. You need a stud and somebody else. Yeah, and I'm curious to see what they do because then after Burrow, they have to pay. Then the next year, they got to pay Jamar Chase, and he's not going anywhere. No, he's staying. Higgins is the one if they're trading him. And when you look at what the Titans got for um, A.J. Brown and some of these other wider, what the Chiefs got for Tyreek Hill, I can see them saying, okay, maybe we should move Higgins. But ultimately, I don't think they're going to. I think they're going to try and keep those three together. Yeah, I think they're going to let guys like Jesse Bates go. They're going to let like a lot of random pieces go. They're going to have that problem where they get very top heavy. Yeah. Like they're going to have their top guys in no depth. And I don't know that that's going to work because you look at the Chiefs. They kind of started going through that and then they clearly have reset in the last two yep. years. And they're like, no, we're not doing that. We're going Mahomes and depth. Because Kelsey, yep. let's be honest, he doesn't eat an insane amount of cap for what he brings to the table. He's not like what Chase is going to do. No, not at all. But also, Kelsey, Kelsey's doing great. Like that's you have to have the. It kind of goes with what you were saying. You have to have the one guy. Yeah. Who your quarterback knows I can go to him whenever I need to. He needs that security blanket, that trust, that best friend, whatever, however you want to word it. Yeah, and every team, if you know, as we're talking about this, it's starting to add up. Like Trevor Lawrence, it's it's Travis Etienne. Yeah. Every one of these guys has their dude, like uh, Josh Lamar Allen and Bateman. Yep, Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs and. You gotta have your dude. I mean, this is on a much lower level, but Jared Goff and Amon Ross St. Brown—they always have their security blanket guy. Yep, you can just go down the list: Cousins and Jefferson, Dak and Ceedee Lamb. In his heyday, Drew Brees and Michael Thomas. Like they've got their one guy. You know what's interesting? I feel like for Tua, it was uh, Waddle, not Hill. I, I think it's Waddle, not Hill. I think Hill gets the recognition because he, when he gets the ball, he does insane things. But he looks to Waddle when he's feeling pressure. Yeah, when it's like a, something across the middle for seven to get the first down, it was Waddle. Yep. yep. So, so it's exciting. I, I mean, I think the Bengals, it'll be fun to see what they do this offseason. I mean, at some point, Burrow's going to have to get the biggest contract ever. He will top Mahomes. I, yeah, I yeah. Agree. Always. These guys have to top. You know, yep. each one, they have to get a bigger deal than the last guy, even if it's by like yeah. a dollar. No, it's going to be interesting. They'll be right back. I mean, in 11 months from now, we'll be talking about the Chiefs, Bengals, and Bills, who's going to the Super Bowl. So. 
I'm excited. Yeah, I don't even know why we mess around, like, talking all year about anything else. It's like, it's going to be one of those three Yeah, for the um, next six years. Until it's not, it is. It, we're, it, we are in the Brady-Manning-Roethlisberger era. What did they yep. went, like, 10 out of 11 years, they won the AFC Championship or something. Like, that's where we are. Totally. I, I agree with you. I think we're, we're watching the beginning of that, and we have a 10-year window of this to come, which is fucking awesome. Yeah. Oh, I'm stoked. Football's great. Because so, even as bad as yesterday's game was, it was still so much fun to watch. Yeah. Or not and, bad. Even as, like, meh as yesterday's game was, it was still so much fun to watch. So do you think that's because we had such a good run last year, like that Bengals – uh, Chiefs game, then the Bengals, uh, then the Bills Chiefs game. Then, like, we had all these, like, wild games last playoffs. We got spoiled last year. I mean, last year's playoffs were just phenomenal in the second, third, and fourth round. All seven games were great. So, yeah, this is – we're still – we're going to get an exciting Super Bowl. It Hopefully, it's at least as good as Chiefs Bengals was, and then obviously – you just kind of hope that it's what last year's Chiefs Bills was. That's always the that's the gold standard for now on. Yep, we want it on that level. And so yeah. on that, what's your uh, now that we're both wrong about the Super Bowl? Who you got? Eagles Chiefs. I'm gonna roll with the Chiefs on this one. Um, I just at this point, I'm not betting against Mahomes. Something about him this year, and he's hobbled and. All season, it was, oh, they let go of Hill and they let go of their defense and they're not going to be good. And look at how much better everyone in the AFC West is. And then the Chiefs win the division walking in their sleep. And then they can't compete with Allen and Burrow and they sleepwalk through and they just, they're steamrolling. They're like, they're, they're going to win. I believe it. I think you're right. You know, looking back, I think that is the funniest thing now. Like, if I would have told you now, what if we like then what we thought now? Uh, the AFC West being like the best division of all time. (laughs) (laughs) But that was the story all summer long was look at how much better the other three teams got and look at how much worse the Chiefs got. And it wasn't wrong from just a talent in and out perspective. Those were all very fair takes, but we discounted Patrick Mahomes that this entire season is about everybody learning their lesson. I think, yeah, I think everybody, it's almost like uh, those years and using the NBA as a reference, uh, those couple of years when like Carl Malone won the MVP when it clearly should have been Jordan. Yep. It's like the league gets bored of rooting for the same guy. I, I Yeah, I think that's absolutely right. So and everybody's he, like, oh, maybe there's this other guy. Maybe Burrow's the guy. It's like, no, he's not the fucking guy. Nope. Burrow <laughs> and Allen's are nice complimentary pieces, but they are not Mahomes. So thanks for listening, everybody. We are getting ready for this week. We're going to have another conversation about football parties, Super Bowl parties, how best to structure it, how to deal with kids. Um, if you want to talk about being drunk and eating with kids around, that's our time to shine. That is Super Bowl parties. <laughs>